0: guys, this is Heidi St. John. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. Today is Wednesday and I'm going to be finishing up a series I've been doing called Big Picture Parenting. So it's sort of this idea of looking at what you're doing with your children from sort of 35,000 feet. So instead of just being down in the you know, on the just the everyday grind, and just being able to see what's right in front of you, to sort of encourage you get above it and look down and see not only where you've been, but where you're going. A lot of times, it helps to just have perspective. Uh, I have an uh, an Instagram. If you guys aren't following me on Instagram, uh, you can head on over and do that. I'm just at Heidi St. John over at Instagram. But I posted a picture. I was uh, cleaning up from Christmas and. Uh, You guys know I had (laughs) the mice ate all of our Christmas, almost all of our Christmas decorations uh, this last year. And so I've been on Instagram just trying to, you know, what do I do to keep them from getting into my stuff this year? So I put peppermint and I put bounce dryer sheets and I ordered, I don't know, those things off of Amazon that are supposed to keep the mice away. They're probably going to give me, you know, cancer or (laughs) something. I was telling Jay the other day, I'm like, what? What do they admit exactly <laughs> that keeps the mice away that I'm going to have in my house? And then I just thought, yeah, something's going to kill me. I don't want what <laughs> mice in my house anymore. So I'm trying all these things. That's not my point. My point is, I was going through my my stuff and I came across a picture of our kids from 2005. And here I here I have you know uh, it was before Sailor was born, so I had six very young children all in a row sitting in front of a fireplace in uh, Jay's parents' house. Uh, up in Northern Washington, and I'm telling you, it it really uh, it took me back. It kind of I I said on my Instagram account, I didn't I couldn't find an emoji to to uh, to articulate my emotions, you know, for for just how quickly it goes by. And uh, one of uh, the gals who saw the picture said. She needed the reminder because she was so stuck in the middle of it And she just felt like the days were so long and it just was so never-ending and I just want to encourage you It actually is gonna come to an end and it won't be forever. And so and i'm still in the middle of it I mean i've i'm you know, my youngest child is just six and I also have grandchildren And there are days when I think that's never gonna end, (laughs) you know Um, But there's joy in it. There's joy to be found in just sort of the everyday things of motherhood and so much of it and i'm going to be ta- uh, kind of tackling this Uh in the next couple of weeks is just coming up with a plan And being in the word, you know, have heard me say that i'm going to say it until i'm just a broken record uh And then just really come before the Lord and asking him to give you what we talked about on Monday, which is just the the joy that only comes from him. It only comes from, from following the Lord, because guess what? God is able to give you perspective and we need perspective as mothers. We need it with our children. We need it in our marriages, don't we? We need it uh, when it comes to education, we need, not only do we need discernment, but we need, uh, we need God's perspective. And so I'm going to just encourage you a little bit more toward that today as I end with just one more uh, sort of um, character trait that I see that I have seen on all the ones I've listed for the last, what is it now, four episodes of the podcast are things that I've struggled with in my own family, in my own life. So I'd, I'm not trying to come across as somebody who's got all the answers, but I definitely want to lead you to the one who does because it looks different for everybody our families are all different our kids are different Uh, we struggle with different things and uh i know that in my own life in the in the times that i have struggled the most when my when my children were little and i had babies that you know were nursing and i was up all night and i just thought i can't do this for one more minute um, that's when the lord shows up that's when god comes in and just says hey I've been here the whole time. Come back to me, come back to me. And that's what he's saying, I think, to this generation, particularly to parents. And when I started out this series, I was talking about one of my favorite verses in the Bible, which is 1 Peter 5, 8, uh, where the apostle Peter is reminding us of what's at stake. And he is saying, be alert, be sober-minded. You have an enemy. The Bible says, your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, literally looking for someone to devour. It's interesting to me, and I, I've shared this many times at conferences, but I was studying the word a couple of years ago, and I came across a passage in the book of Job, and which is another reason why I encourage people, just read straight through the Bible, even if it's just, you know, well, it's probably going to have to be because we have other things to do, right? But just little, little chunks of the Bible. Um find an app like olive tree and just let it help you guide guide you through the bible because i actually stumbled across this passage in job and i'd been teaching on first peter five for years and years but in uh, in the book of job you come you come uh, the bible kind of gives you a peek into well first of all the, the personality of god and secondly the magnitude of the spiritual battle that we are fighting and boy we are seeing it in the culture today uh, and in fact, the next series that I'm doing is going to be um, on just encouraging parents who are feeling culture worn. But the reason that we feel that way is because we're fighting a spiritual battle, and so this scene unfolds in the book of Job, where God is apparently in a staff meeting. <laughs> okay, though I call it a staff meeting, I don't know. Wouldn't you like to be a, a fly on the wall for that? And and He's giving instruction, speaking to His angels, and the devil shows up. Now, the devil's coming into an Uh, A meeting that he apparently wasn't invited to and god is omniscient meaning he knows everything But he turns to the devil and he asks what is a what can only be described as a rhetorical question because god already knows the answer Right, and he says to satan. What are you doing here? Can you almost hear? the sarcasm In the voice of god as he looks at his you know, his arch enemy And says what are you doing here? Like who invited you? and satan's answer to god is very very telling he actually said i have been out patrolling the earth watching everything that's going on now fast forward all the way to near the end of the first uh all the way to near the end of the new testament and you have peter saying hey you guys be alert be looking out, be looking around you. You have an enemy, the devil, and he's prowling around like a roaring lion, literally seeking somebody to devour, which is exactly what Satan told God he was doing in the book of Job. So it turns out not much has changed, right? So we have an enemy. The Bible says that our children have been given to us like arrows in the hands of a warrior, meaning, there and there's so many, the, the imagery of, of this verse, and actually the even the one in one in First Peter 5, 8 is so striking to me, this reminder that our children are part of the spiritual battle that we are in. And so as parents, we have not only an incredible opportunity, but we have an obligation of responsibility to train our children in righteousness. And it is so important for you and to be taking time, for for Christian parents to be taking time to teach their children, to train them in righteousness because your children come to you as sort of a blank slate and you are the one who is discipling them. Um, Parents should be doing more than just feeding and clothing their children. They should be discipling them. They should be correcting them. We should be uh, doing what the Bible says, which is training our children in righteousness. And so this last character trait that I wanna talk about is just part of that training in righteousness. And so this this character trait I call the negotiator, right? This is the kid who constantly wants to argue with you. Uh, and you, and I see this more and more, I think in, in kids as they hit the teen years, you know, right around 11, probably mom, like 12, 13, 14. By 14, if you've got a negotiator, he will have shown himself to you, <laughs> right? By 14, you will know this child is a negotiator. And this is the one who's saying, I see your point and I'm gonna raise you a clever comeback. And he always wants to be right. And you're gonna have to say this over and over and over. And the root of that, remember we talked about asking the Lord, what is the root So the root of the negotiator, the root of a child who wants to constantly argue with you is pride, right? It's pride. And the only thing that you have that you will have in your toolbox as a parent that you eventually need to put in the toolbox of that child are two things, discernment and love you need both of those things discernment and love remind your children again of the spiritual battle that they are in and when you're when you have a child who is arguing with you and why the reason I say that the root of it is pride is because ultimately the child who's negotiating with their parent is disrespectful of your authority they're disrespecting authority now i've heard you know I've heard this been be argued about from different aspects through my 25 years of parenting I hear people say well It's good for your children to be able to argue things with you and yes I can see Places where that's not only warranted but also appropriate. It is never Appropriate For a 14 year old child to question the authority of their parents when he's been asked to do something like clean the garage so, I'm not talking about a child who questions your opinion about something or your belief about something. Those things are always up for discussion in our home as long as they are uh, discussed respectfully. And we've had you know we've had some, I would say, tense conversations <laughs> in our home with our kids. But one thing that we do not allow in our home is disrespect. and and the times that it is allowed, I can guarantee you, it's almost always because either Jay or I are exhausted. and we just are like, fine. You guys, do you know what I'm talking about? Those are the days when you're just like, you know, like I said before. Here's 17 uh, DVDs that I watched uh, when you were three years old, and here you can watch them all day long. And I'm going to go eat popcorn in my bedroom by myself in relative peace because you just think I can't, I can't keep doing this. And I think the negotiator is the one who wears you out. At least it is in my life. The the child who argues, this is the child who wants to wear you down. And so you need discernment from the Lord. That's why I said discernment is one of the tools that you really need in your toolbox when you're dealing with an argumentative child, because you need to know what, where is this coming from so that you can address it in such a way that the child actually listens to what you're saying because you have found the root of this child who, who has the constant need to negotiate with you and question your authority and question whether or not you're right. Now, this is also a child who needs, I think, um, an extra... Uh, amount of prayer that because i think parents who have kids like this need an extra amount of discernment from the lord because sometimes the the child uh, the arguing is coming from a place of insecurity and really what they're saying is they want you to see that they're smart too and i've had to look at myself in the mirror um, and say how am i not encouraging this child you know maybe part of this thing that i'm dealing with is in this particular child is kind of on me because i've made it um, I've made myself inaccessible or I've made it uh, or I've made that child feel like I don't think that they know something. so they feel the, constantly the need to sort of prove themselves. And like I said, there's a tone and this is where you need discernment. there's uh, a point in which it's, it's acceptable and a point in which it's not. And we need the Lord because what we're doing is we're at the goal of Christian parenting, uh, listen up, if you're taking notes <laughs> is discipleship. We wanna be discipling our kids. Why? To do exactly what Galatians 5 says. We want our kids to become fully devoted followers of Jesus and to exhibit the fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit is a result of the presence of the Holy Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit is a result of the presence of the Holy Spirit. It's evidence that God is at work in your life. And I can remember many times you know, uh, in raising our children, and probably it's fresh in my mind because I still have young children at home. But I it's funny, I always look back to uh my kids who are grown and gone now and think back to the times when I just thought, I am I'm gonna die from this. <laughs> you know, they're never gonna get it. I've said this a hundred times. We've we've gone around this bush a hundred times, they don't respect me, they don't understand, and one day out of the clear blue sky, I see fruit. And then I have to keep myself from fainting. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? And that's what we're looking for. We're looking for fruit in the lives of our child. We're looking for the fruit of the Spirit. And first we wanna see it in our life and then we wanna see it exhibited in our kids' lives. There is nothing more precious than the responsibility of raising a child and the responsibility of watching them grow uh, in wisdom and stature and watching them grow in their relationship with the Lord. And we want our kids to see us devoted to that purpose. That our kids might become fully devoted followers of Jesus and exhibit the fruits of the spirit and a devoted heart is a surrendered heart and I spoke about this uh, Quite a bit in uh, the guide to daylight There's a whole chapter in the guide to daylight on surrender because I think it's so important for moms We surrender so much in the process of raising children It's a constant surrender. It's surrendering our our desire for sleep first, mm-hmm. Right for a child who needs to be uh, fed every three hours, my sister Hope is preparing to do that right now. She is surrendering a lot, uh, carrying triplets. I can get, I promise you, motherhood is a surrender, and it it has a particular kind of devotion. And a devoted heart really is a surrendered heart. So I want to just I'm going to end I guess this series by just asking you what is what keeps you is anything keeping you from being fully devoted uh, to your walk with the Lord. Is it maybe worldly desires is maybe you're holding back a, a part of yourself Think about the things that you might be holding back So that you're not holding anything back and then identify what it is Write a prayer of surrender to god today because god wants to use you in the life of your children And he wants to use you in the lives of those people who are around you Every person who is listening to my voice right now has a particular influence in somebody else's life You have that influence by virtue of the fact that God gave it to you by the power of the Holy Spirit, and he wants you to grow. Why? So that we can do exactly what Paul said in Galatians 5.22, to become fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ and exhibit the fruits of the Spirit. You guys can do this. I'm gonna leave some notes uh, back on this particular podcast for you at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash podcast. You can always access my notes there. Don't forget, we're doing a scripture writing challenge. Uh, for the month of January and 2016, the entire year is up there. It is never too late to get into the word of God. It is never too late to start. So if you haven't started, grab the printable off, of the, off the website. If you want to grab the printed version from 2016, it works just as good. Grab that too. You can find that. I'll link back to it today. And then join me as we journey together to become fully devoted followers of Jesus. I'll see you guys back here on Friday.